Hey, what's up, everyone? Sam Shaw here, founder of Walsh and Mastermind. I'm here today with another client interview for you guys. Uh, today, I'm excited to have Isaac on with us. Um, and uh, I wanted to get him on here to talk to us about his recruiting process that he just finished. Um, he's honestly had a very successful recruiting process, got a great outcome, but I'll let him talk about that himself. Um, so Isaac, thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us today, man. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Can you um, maybe to start off, do you mind just introducing yourself a little bit, giving people a sense of kind of what your background is and what kind of candidate you are? Yeah, so I'm a student at uh, BYU. I just finished my sophomore year. I'm studying finance, and I don't know. I just I didn't really get interested into investment banking until I in January, um, just because a lot of people within my major were uh, recruiting for that. So that's kind of what like drew me in um, with investment banking. But yeah, that was that was my story or my little background about me. Okay, so that's January. To be clear, that's we're in May now of sophomore year. You got into some banking four months ago. Which yeah. Is halfway through sophomore year. And that was when, that was when the junior summer internship process had already started at a lot of these places. Right? Like January was when a bunch of applications started opening up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you decided very last minute, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what, what got you, like, what got you interested in banking at that time? Like, what were you originally planning on pursuing as a career? And then, like, how did that suddenly change to banking, if you don't mind? For sure. So I, I had a, a summer internship at PwC, and I was very set on accounting. That was, like, the, the trajectory I was trying to go for, like, get my Mac, do my CPA exam. But uh, – I network a lot with the investment banking club at my school and a lot of people like they were at least the people that were recruiting for investment banking were planning to like to work on IPOs work on these high profile deals and like I that just sounded a lot more exciting than like auditing state financial statements you know or, like second guessing or double checking some other accounts work so like I felt like I would have a bigger impact and difference uh, as an investment banker than I would as an accountant well I think uh I can definitely agree with that. And I think most people agree with that. I just, nothing against audit, but I think banking is definitely a lot more fast paced and a lot more exciting. So that's, I think you're, I think you're absolutely correct there. Um, so you mentioned the IB club. Are you in the IB club at school or you just know people in the IB club? Uh, yeah. So BYU, has, they have an investment banking club. So I got involved also like January Everything I did investment bank to start like mid January. Okay. Yeah. So what like prior to that then, I mean you also joined Wall Street Mastermind in January, I think. So it was all around that same time. So it yeah. sounds like right when you decided uh, you wanted to do banking, you basically just took massive action and joined like went out and found all the resources you could possibly find um, that would help you get this job. Is that kind of, was that kind of a mentality? Exactly. Yeah. Just use every single resource to the best of my ability and full steam ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, I know Justin was the one that enrolled you into our program. He mentioned that 
at the time you were also already involved with SEO. Is that right? Yeah, I was involved with SEO. Um, Are they the ones that helped you get the PwC internship? Uh, no, that was just uh, on my own. Um, BYU, they have a really good track record with uh, accounting internships. So it was through my school. Got it. Okay. Um, how long, like, did you also join SEO in January or were you already in SEO before that? Uh, I was in SEO before. Um, I think like late December I joined. So not, I wasn't there too long prior to joining Wall Street Mastermind. Got it. Okay. So obviously <laughs> I'm curious, like SEO is also technically a service that helps people find jobs with their careers. And I think they also help people place in the banking sometimes. Not, like they're not exclusively banking, but I think they also help some students place in the banking as well. Um, so given you were already in SEO, what made you want to further invest in a program like Wall Street National? Because a lot of students in your shoes, I feel like they might've just said, hey, I already have SEO. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, save this money and like do something else with it, right? But you, you clearly had a very different mentality or mindset around that. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so, I mean, SEO is a great program. Um, they opened a lot of doors for me, um, like moving my resume, establish a lot of networking. Uh, I think the problem, or at least one deficit be with SEO is that they don't really go into as much detail when it comes to like the etiquette be behind networking or how to approach uh, studying, not just your technicals, but also like your behavioral questions, right? Um, it was very like, you know, like kind of cookie cutter, 400 question guide. Um, there's still good resources, but I feel like that was one of the elements that I needed to improve if I wanted to step up my game in investment banking recruiting. And that's one of the things that I felt Wall Street Mastermind supplemented or at least had a really good, um, was a really good resource for me is in helping me understand how to network effectively, um, how to approach studying uh, for technicals uh, quickly so that I could catch up with my peers um, yeah. in my school. Got it. Okay. So your mentality was, hey, I just realized I want to do banking. It's already January. All the other kids in the IB club, which they're basically, I mean, they're your friends, but they're also your primary competition, I suppose. Uh, a lot of them have probably been doing this since freshman year and, you know, they're kind of ahead of the curve relative to where you're at. So your mentality is just, how can I accelerate my own preparation process as much as possible so that I can catch up at least, but hopefully even maybe surpass them. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So you came into Wall Street Mastermind. I mean, you, you were kind of alluding to this just now. You wanted kind of like more detailed help or like more, more like just go deeper on all of these different areas like networking and technicals and behaviorals. So then, I mean, obviously it's one thing to be on the outside looking in and, you know, looking at our website or maybe listening to some of our client interviews or, you know, like reading stuff online, doing your own research, people have a perception of what the program might be. And I'm sure you had an expectation for what this might be when you came in. And then you came in and now you're on the other side and you've gone through the program. Um, can you talk about what exactly you did in the program or was it similar to what you expected or was it different? And was it actually more detailed than you know, the help that you were already getting elsewhere, whether it's through SEO or the club on campus or, you know, whatever else you're doing? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like my initial reaction to the program coming out was like, if I'm being extremely candid, I thought I was like, maybe this is a scam. Um, just because like, I don't know, I was very skeptical. Sure. But, uh, I we, remember get, we I, get that a lot actually from students because, you know, you guys probably read stuff on Wall Street Oasis or whatever, and then exactly. a bunch of people are saying it's a scam, even though they never use the program, but they say it's a scam. It's, it's hard to not be at least a little bit affected by that, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember like I scheduled, I still scheduled a strategy, strategy session because uh, it was free. And I was like, okay, that can't hurt. So I scheduled a strategy, strategy session with uh, Justin. And I remember like that call, like he gave me a couple of questions, super basic like DCF or accounting questions just to like measure where I was at. And I remember coming in the call, I was like, oh, I, I, I aced my accounting I, um, classes. I had an accounting internship. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty solid with the accounting um, aspect of the interviews, right? And I remember I completely failed uh, super basic questions. Like even like walking through this three financial statements was like really hard for me. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got to, I really suck at this. And so that's what kind of like, like was a reality check with me. Like I needed to like, have an approach as to like how to study these technicals. Um, and I think with the modules, it was very helpful to like categorize it within four sections, right? The accounting, valuation, M&A, LBO. And like the way that's structured was very helpful for me at least when it came to studying uh, for that, for the technicals. Got it. Um, yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Um, so I guess just to kind of finish that thought for a second you initially thought maybe this is a scam but then you talked to justin what was it from that i mean aside from him helping you realize that hey maybe you're not probably where you need to be on your accounting skills but like aside from that like what was it that made you kind of overcome that skepticism to the point where you're like all right i'm gonna do this program because again people are naturally very skeptical of these online programs and i get it because there are a lot of crappy online programs out there Right. So like, what yeah. made you able to, like, what helped you overcome that skepticism and really just take that leap of faith that, hey, this is something that's going to help me? Yeah, so I feel like definitely, I definitely connected a lot with Justin. Um, he was really easy to get along with. Um, I felt like he was super relatable because I think he had his, he was in a similar position that I was in um, but prior when he was recruiting. And so like, that just like helped me like, at least like build that bridge of trust Oh, uh, I think uh, definitely Justin was the bridge builder between me, like accepting the help from Wall Street Mastermind. Um, honestly, that, that, that's what sold it, just that strategy session. Yeah. And I mean, like, investing in this program, like, because you pay for this on your own also, right, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people, they have their parents help them out, whatever, but you actually invested in it on your own. So it was not like an insignificant investment for you. And so for you to really hop into a program like this, you had to really have, I'm sure it wasn't a decision that you took lightly and you had to really like have faith and not, not only bet on yourself, but bet, bet on us and bet that we can deliver the outcome that you want for you, right? So like- exactly. Was that, was that like a pretty difficult decision or you had to go back and forth a lot internally and struggle with it before you finally said, you know what, what the heck, I'm just going to do this? Or like, what was that like for you? 
honestly yeah yeah i was like i was like man this is a lot of money not gonna lie i was very thrown back you know yeah um and like i was it was hard for me to make that decision because um it was a lot of upfront money but then i thought about like like you know like as you're studying for your technicals like money today is worth more than it is in the future right and so i was like okay if i invest this much money right now and i actually get an offer like how much are my life earnings going to be how much greater are my life earnings going to be as opposed to as if i'm an accountant right? right rather than me waiting maybe five or ten years from now and getting into banking by myself but like that wasted uh, opportunity cost right so like, that's kind of the way that i approached it or at least justified it for myself is sure it's a lot of money right now but in the long run it'll be it'll be worth it yeah that's i mean basically what you're talking about right there is you have more of a, like a investing mindset of like you weren't looking at this as a cost but you kind of thought about yes there's an upfront cost but what is the potential return if i'm right about this investment it's just not, it's no different than taking that same amount of money investing in the program and putting it into the stock market or I don't exactly. know, buying Bitcoin or, <laughs> or <laughs> investing whatever else you could invest in. Like you do that and there is some risk involved. The risk being, what if I don't get an offer? But there's also a potential reward if you do get it and you have to kind of weigh the prob what you think the probability of each outcome is and what's the upside and downside of each scenario. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. And I, I always felt like another thing that I forgot to mention is that like Wall Street Mastermind, like it's a community, right? And I felt like I was more motivated if, uh, if there was a community behind me, uh, backing me up on my goals, as opposed to just doing it by myself. I was more driven to take those extra steps, those late nights uh, studying. Right. And so that's right. another thing that helped me stay accountable. That's a really good point. Like a lot of the uh, one big thing that a lot of people miss when they think about Wall Street Mastermind is Yes, we coach every single one of our clients one-on-one. -on -one, so it is like one-on-one -on -one coaching. But honestly, I think the community aspect of it cannot be, I mean, it's it's a big component of what this, this thing is about, right? Because if you think about just how much everyone's helping each other out, like every day I look at our Slack channel and I see like people asking all sorts of questions and everyone's, a lot of times before I can even get to answering the questions like, other people are hopping in and, and answering the questions and teaching each other, right? Or like alumni that are already working at the uh, place, like Daniel is jumping in and giving answers. And sometimes he gives an answer. I'm like, dude, this guy's explaining it better than I could have. So I'll just let him do the teaching. <laughs> but, no, but I guess he's good. Yeah, but 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 like being a part of a, a community like that where one, you're surrounded by like-minded individuals, and two everyone is going through this same struggle together. So you don't feel like you're doing it alone. And then three, you're seeing all these examples around you of people who have gone through the same process as you, and they're now already on the other side and they're working at these firms that you want to work at. Even without realizing it, I think what that does is subconsciously, it gives you the belief that, hey, if I just trust the process and I just do what I'm supposed to do in here, I too will be on the other side of this with an offer that I want. And honestly, having that belief is super important, right? Because I think a lot of students, they go through the banking recruiting process and they're just, there's so, there's so much anxiety 
And it's just such yeah. a, it's such a tough process. And a lot of people aren't really confident that they can get the job. But if you're not confident because you're not in the right environment or you don't have all these great examples around you of what's possible, um, that lack of confidence is going to shine through or not shine through, but it's going to come out through all of your interactions with the bankers, whether it's through your networking conversations or when you're actually in the interviews, they can smell that from a mile away. And that's, that's something that I don't think we talk about enough, right? It's just like, you're the average of the five people that you, you surround, you spend the most time with, you know, there's, and I think that's why we call our community or our client base, the wolf pack, right? It's like, it's, some people say it's kind of cheesy, but we say, you know, the strength of the wolf is in the pack. Like, I really feel like our clients are truly just a very collaborative, supportive community where everybody is trying to win together. And there's not, there's not this like cutthroat vibe of, oh, I'm not going to help you out because if Isaac gets a job, then I'm, that's, that's one less job for me. Like, I don't, I don't get that at all in my group, which is really a beautiful thing, I think. Totally. Cool, man. So I guess maybe just one or two more questions for you, but I'm sure what people are wondering is like, so aside from the community, which you kind of already touched on, I think that's very unique. Like what's so different about what you were doing in Wall Street Mastermind versus what you could have just done on your own? I mean, like the number one criticism that we get, or even, you know, we mentioned Wall Street Oasis earlier, where you rest up, you thought it was a scam. I think the criticism is, hey, whatever they're charging you for, it's all stuff that you should already be, be able to do on your own, or like, all you got to do is go on Google, or go online and do some research, and you'll be able to find all this stuff. So yeah. you need to pay for like, is there even a difference? Like, could you have just done all this on your own? Or like, if not, like, why not? Okay, like, honestly, like, there, there are a lot of things you can find on Google and there are maybe I could have done it on my own, but like it would have been a million, two million times harder yeah. um, just because I didn't know that even within like the behavioral component, there was a structure behind like, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your greatest strengths, your greatest weaknesses. Um, I don't know that there was a not like necessarily a right answer, but like a right structure behind that. And yeah. so that was something that wasn't emphasized on Google or anywhere else online. Cause like pretty much all those guys emphasizes um, their technicals. And so that's one of the components that really stuck out to me about wall street mastermind is that it was a more uh, holistic approach to uh, approaching recruiting. Right. And just lastly, uh, to finish up my thought on that is I felt like, like once I had my first approach, like once I structured my answers for like my story, my, my weaknesses and my strengths, like I had people um, review it, edit it, um, transform it so that it makes it sort of gets better and better so that's one of the thing added value behind um this product is that it helped me to improve my game at a much quicker pace than if i would have just done it by myself right so really what you're talking about there is not only providing the structure for like you know framework for how you should structure these answers but also getting personalized feedback and tailoring the answer to you because to your point there's not like a right or wrong answer. You know, everybody's answer is going to be different when it comes to telling your story and things like that. But it's about, but but there's still a right structure. It's like, hey, these are the things that you should hit on. These are the things that bankers want to know. And 
how do you take what's unique to you and tailor it to that? And that's something that typically most of the information you read online, if you're, I don't know, reading a PDF guide or reading some article or watching YouTube videos, like all of that stuff is not personalized or tailored to you. It's just a generic cookie cutter thing where they're telling everybody like, hey, do this or do the exact same things as everyone else, right? Is that, is that what you're saying? Like that's the main difference? Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, which is like, I think if I had to really sum up the difference between Wall Street Mastermind versus kind of doing all this on your own, I agree with you, dude. It's not like you can't get into investment banking on your, or like it's not possible to get into investment banking on your own. In fact, there are plenty of people that have gotten into banking without going through Wall Street Mastermind. Like we've only worked with, I think it's close to 400 students at this point, right? In the last three years, that's not a lot of people, right? Um, so there, there's a lot of people that have done it without Wall Street Mastermind, but at the same time, that's not the point. There's also a lot more people that tried to do it on their own and didn't get in, right? And so at the end of the day, it's, I'm, we're not, we will never say you can't get into banking without Wall Street Mastermind, but it's a probability issue, right? Like, are you the type of person who's just happy if you have a, a really low chance of breaking in as long as you have a chance? Or are you the type of person who's like, hey, this is my career, super important, and I want to maximize my chances. I want to take my best shot, uh, you know, or I want to make sure I'm finding every single resource that's out there that, that I can leverage. It's kind of like the mentality you had by joining mm -hmm. the IP club and using SEO and using Wall Street Management. Like, there are a few things in life that, that that's more important than your career, right? I would say your health yeah. is really important, but and your relationships are important, but your career is right up there, probably in the top three. And so it's not something to just take lightly. Like you wanna you wanna put everything you got into it. Like that 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 would be my advice for people. Yeah. And, and just to add to that, I feel like you also have to take into account, like, like what type of bank do you want to place at? Right. Like, cause that's going to affect your trajectory, not like three years, four years from now. And right. so like, that was something that I wasn't even aware of. That's not something that my IB club mentions. Like all they care about is that you place, but like what I liked about Wall Street Mastermind is like, I can be selective of where I want to place um, and like match the work ethic that I need to, to get in that, to that bank. So that's something that I, another added value that I found from Wall Street Mastermind. No, and that's a great point, which is sometimes people are like, well, I think I can get into banking on your own. And I'm like, yeah, you might be able to, or based on your profile, I think you have a good shot too. But also the other question that you just brought up is like, are you happy with just getting in? Because getting in can be a lot of things. Like, where are you getting in at? Are you getting in a board bracket bank or elite boutique or a middle market or regional boutique? Like there's a wide range of outcomes there, right? Or are you the type of person who says, I don't just want to get into banking, but I want to get into the best bank I could possibly get into. And whatever bank you think you could have gotten into on your own, by having more help, one thing is guaranteed. You're going to get a better outcome than whatever you would have gotten on your own, right? Like, could Isaac have gotten into banking on his own without us? Maybe, maybe not. We'll never know. It's like an alternate universe. But I'm pretty certain that because he was in the program, he was able to get, I, I want to say this is pretty much one of the best outcomes you could have possibly gotten. I don't know if you agree, but, you know, I'm looking at the bank. It's like, it's one of the best banks out there. In fact, 
probably a good segue. Like, do you want to tell people where you ended up getting an offer from? I did. I got an offer from a Morgan Stanley um, in New York. So super excited about that. Yeah. And is that, I mean, I know you go to BYU, which is not really on the East Coast, but like, is that a common, like, do a lot of people from your school go to Morgan Stanley in New York typically or? Uh, not from BYU, no. Um, I think the last person that placed at Morgan Stanley from BYU was in 2012. Um, wow. Before that, wasn't a whole lot. So I'm basically wow. the first after, after a long time. Wow. So that was almost 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So, I mean, there you go, right? It's like, this is what I mean by, look, even if you think you could get into banking, you know, again, we'll never know. But it's all about getting an outcome that is even better than what you could have expected had you done it on your own, right? And so that, like I just said, like we cannot overstate the importance of that because this doesn't just affect, you know, your first two years out of school. I know this is just your first job, but it affects the trajectory of your career where we're making the slope of your trajectory steeper, right? You're gonna have better exit opportunities, like, you know, a lot of people, they go into banking, they want to eventually go to the buy side. This could literally be the difference between going to, say, a mega fund versus maybe a middle market fund, right? And then the exit opportunities from there will be different as well. Like, it just continues to have a ripple effect all the way down the line for the probably the rest of your career, right? And so that's why starting off on, on like, your strongest footing, like, that's, that's probably one of the most important things you can do for your career, really. Right. Um, so look, last question for you, man. There's a lot of great stuff we've already talked about, but if you could give one piece of advice to students who are maybe in your or where you were, let's say four months ago, because we're in May now, let's say like someone's listening to this, this interview in the future, they're also, um, discover banking really late they just found out they wanted to do it and they feel they're feeling behind what is something that you wish people had told you back when you first started like in hindsight knowing what you know now that would have really helped you a lot like is there a piece of advice that you, you could give to people like that i mean yeah like i would say like i don't know like how many like let me rephrase it we, we, at least when I got my first couple of super days, like I didn't do too good on those super days. And I remember a lot of people say, well, that's okay. Like, I guess that's it. Like, you know, there's not a whole lot of opportunities, but I would just take each uh, interview as a learning experience, right? I would definitely write down the questions that you got at each interview. And I would definitely internalize what you did good and then what you did bad. And then I would definitely write, write down, okay, this is where I can improve at then set up mock interviews with bankers from the banks that you want to work at to help work through those uh, um, those questions. Uh, that's something that I wish I would have done earlier on as opposed to like later on. Um, it still worked out, but like um, definitely would have helped out uh, towards the beginning of my recruiting process. Yeah, so in other words, treat every interview experience not just as an interview, but also as a learning opportunity. Exactly. Put in the reps and improve yourself as a candidate and then just basically be persistent and keep at it and then eventually something mm -hmm. should work out hopefully yeah exactly okay that's great advice man 
Um, so guys, you know, if you're listening to this and you are maybe just starting to recruit for banking, maybe you discovered that you want to do banking pretty late. It's not your fault given how early investment banks recruit nowadays, to be honest. <laughs> when I say late, I mean like maybe you're a sophomore and you just realize what you want to do after you graduate. It's funny when I say that, right? But you, you've realized late, but really it's so early compared to most other college students. But regardless, if you're feeling behind with the investment banking recruiting timeline, it's not your fault. It's totally normal. What's important is that you reach out and get the help that you need because a lot can change in just three or four months if you have the right approach and if you have the right support system, right? So like Isaac went from realizing you want to do banking to three months later, getting an offer from one of the best banks out there, right? Morgan Stanley is consistently in the top three, right? In terms of uh, the league tables and things like that. And so um, definitely like if, if you're looking for that type of help and if you have a similar mentality as Isaac, as in you're the type of person who believes in investing in yourself and you're the type of person who, um, you know, does your own due diligence and your own research and you don't just take what people say online at face value. You kind of want to go find out for yourself what's real and what's not. Then I want to invite you to book a free strategy session with our team. Um, you can do that by going to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. Uh, the streets abbreviated to ST. So it's wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And what we'll do is someone on our team will hop on with you. In Isaac's case, he spoke to Justin, like you said, but someone on our team will speak with you, learn more about your specific situation, what your recruiting goals are, what challenges you're currently having, figure out if we're even the best people to help you. And if we are, we'll talk about what that looks like, but if we're not, well, at least give you some advice on what we think you should do instead, right? So either way, you'll walk away from the conversation with something valuable. Um, but yeah, we just we look forward to speaking with all of you and helping you in any shape, uh, way, shape, or form possible. And uh, that'll be it. Um, Isaac, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on here and talk to us today and share your experience with people. Uh, again, phenomenal outcome. Super happy for you. And uh, appreciate it. It's amazing that I mean, you're the first person since 2012. I didn't, I didn't even know that, but, um, but that's amazing. I'm super happy. For you. And obviously you worked hard. You deserve everything you got. And so um, I'm sure we'll be in touch and uh, don't be a stranger and let us know um, what else we can help you with. And I uh, look forward to seeing all the success you have in the future, man. Thank you. I definitely appreciate it. We'll keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that'll be it for this episode, and uh, we'll be back in, uh, with more of these in the future for you guys. Okay? Talk soon. Bye.